Yo, what's up, family? You already know it's Pays and Plays Podcast out here, man. Going to be giving y'all from today, as in Thursday, pro- yeah, even to Sunday, because Election Sunday, I will be covering all college basketball for the next few days. All the big Power Five uh, conferences, tournament games are starting to play as well. Uh, yesterday, please follow the Instagram page. Pays and plays underscore podcast. I have pics. I always post on my story. If you ever can never hear what I'm going to um, put out on the podcast, I'm probably going to put on the Instagram story. I probably will be having plans soon of making a YouTube. I know that's pretty much most of the traffic because, you know, you can wake up, go right on YouTube. See somebody pop up and you can see daily. You know, I, I kind of see how other people do it. Shout out to the other people that's doing it as well. You know how this industry gets. Yesterday, hey, I got my ass kicked other than um, St. John's. And I know this is the last minute one I didn't put, but I did Western Kentucky minus two and a half. They were down at one point by 20, came all the way back and won and cover. We'll take that. Um, but we're going to also talk about um, some, of these, some of these picks for today, man. Like, this is why I say line shopping is very important, but we'll get right into it. Um, I'm going to start with the first game I got. I got Michigan money line against Rutgers. Now, I don't usually take a lot of favorites in the money line, but uh, this today I would say, like, I got Michigan money line at minus 140, but earlier I saw that minus 165. So, granted, these numbers change. Uh, so, But I got Michigan. Michigan against Rutgers. Rutgers, I respect. They got good defense. I've always been saying that, but they struggled to score. And I look at that last game against Michigan where they were up against Michigan at one point. But then once Michigan starts scoring, like, for instance, Michigan needs to keep leads and play defense. When they scored 10, they were up 10 against Indiana. If they up 10 against Rutgers, Rutgers can't find a way to come back compared to Indiana, um, which I think is going to hurt Rutgers when it comes to the tournament seeding. But Michigan, if I'm them, I think you need to at least go all the way to the championship game to be considered the last four in. Um... I think it's a strong lead that they will get it, but you have to beat Purdue. I think that's the next game if they win against Rutgers, you got to play Purdue. And you got to at least beat Purdue to at least get considered um, it, to at least considered into the tournament. That's, that's, just, how, that's just how that shit goes. Uh, stick, sticking to the Big Ten, next game, we got Iowa taking on Ohio State. I got Iowa on the money line. Now, this is why I say this is so important. I, got, I bet Iowa money line at minus 125. Last night, I look on it today, the number changed both of it. The spread was minus two, it went up to minus four. The money line went from minus 125 up to minus 180. So, this is why I say about certain money line plays, I definitely had no issue taking when it's a favorite. But, you know, there, there's some lines where you see minus three favorites end up being minus 190 favorites to win the game. And, uh, that's sometimes a little bit of a reach for me, but like I said, minus one twenty-five to win the game outright. I'll take that chance. So give me Iowa on the main line. Ohio State has been playing a lot better. Kudos to them. But they did. Even though I picked Wisconsin to win, they almost blew that game against uh, Wisconsin and against Iowa, which I think Iowa is legit. They're probably. I think you look at it. It could be Iowa, Michigan, Michigan State as far as the. Sleeper teams outside of Purdue and Indiana, right? I think those are the three sleeper teams that can honestly win the Big Ten tournament. Speaking to another Big Ten game as well, we have Penn State against Illinois. I'm rocking with Penn State main line. 
I know it was in Illinois, and I know it's in Chicago. And Illinois will probably have probably. Be, I say Illinois and Michigan, Michigan State. Those those three teams will probably have the biggest fan base. Um, of course, Purdue as well, but they will have the biggest fan bases because you know, Illinois obviously because it's in Chicago, right? All these teams aren't really that far away from there. But Penn State back against the wall. I think they win this game. And I think they play Northwestern, I think, the, uh, whoever wins this game. I think they can beat both of them. They have beat both of them. Um, Penn State got great backcourt uh, play, which I love. Illinois is streaky, but I, th- I still think Illinois make the game, uh, the tournament at the end of the day. So Penn State needs this win to um, get a better case. I think they're one of the last four in as well. Um, next game, Mississippi State. Against Florida, I got Mississippi State in the main line. Now I got this at minus one forty-five. I look at it now; it's at minus one ninety. So, Grant, that's what I'm saying about the main line plays. If you're going to pick favorites, uh, just look at the lines and 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 do better judgment on that. Uh, Mississippi State has been very under the radar. Uh, over under is at like I think one thirty, one thirty-five, one thirty-six. I actually think that goes over. Mississippi State can ball. Florida can ball too, though. Florida's been very; they've been better as of lately. But Mississippi State has been having that push. To try and make a tournament run. Mm, I think they could. But then, you know, this is why I'm saying you need help. These tournaments is to help you make a case. Most of these, most of these, most of these teams in these big tire five conferences are already gonna have a shitload of at-large bids. But it's just you making sure you have an automatic qualifier if you're a Penn State or Michigan or Mississippi State. You, you know, y'all, y'all get what I'm coming from with that. Um, next game, we got a couple totals. I'm going New Mexico State, Utah State under 165. I know both these teams can score, but I feel like tournament time, some teams like to slow down games, uh, especially Mountain West. There's times these games can be really high scoring, and then they can be very low scoring. Uh, New Mexico isn't a bad team. Utah State is kind of like inside that bubble because I think you look at it, it'll be, what, Nevada, San Diego State. And then you would think Utah State is in the next conversation. Um, I do think Utah State can win the tournament. I say between Utah State and San Jose State, if you like value. That's why I say value. You know, I, I think San Diego State is probably going to be most likely the favorite, of course. But, um, yeah, I just see a defensive matchup a little bit, 165. So, pretty much I got to see if it hits in the 80 range with both teams. I say it hits about 70-something for both teams, honestly. So, give me the under 165. Next game, we're going back to the same teams we did last Saturday. St. John's Marquette at the Garden. Over 116 and a half total points. We're going with that again. Last time, it was almost 190 points against these two teams, and it was at um, Marquette in Milwaukee. But it being the Garden, and this is the reason why I went with St. John's yesterday. St. John's, if people for, some people know this, when I grew up, early 2000s, you know, late 90s, I remember watching St. John's play at the Garden. So I think this is kind of a chip on their shoulder. Um, if you like the spread, I've seen like plus six and a half of St. John's. I wouldn't nudge my nose at that. I think that's a pretty good number for um, spread. But both teams are going to score their asses off. And, I mean, shit, this is an easy number. Marquette don't have defense, really. And I think that's the reason why this game still hits over 160 and a half. I see the number go up to 162 and then drop down to 161 and a half. 
So be in mind in that because, like I said, this shit changes very often. There's going to be a lot of live movement. And this is why I'm saying when it comes to March Madness, too, that one, not having that line by one number or one certain, like, you know, percentile or whatever could make you or break you around this time of the year because that's how these games go. <coughs> and one final game I kind of want to look into. This is a lean for the moment. Like I said, it's so many games. The first game starts at 11 o'clock a.m. So you got from 11 o'clock a.m. all the way down to about 11.30 uh, p.m. I will lean North Carolina against Virginia. Plus 125 for North Carolina main line. Now, there's a speculation about Babcock may not be playing because of an injury. Um, so keep that in mind. Because granted, it went up to 125, but last night it was plus 105. So granted, I think this is maybe that little extra 20 20 some points or whatever is what probably is the consideration with the injury. Um, I would have loved Arkansas-Auburn if Arkansas was an underdog. But now you saying Arkansas is a minus 155 favorite. I'm going to pass on that one. Um, Villanova plus five against Creighton is very interesting. You know what? You know what? Fuck it. I'm placing, I'm placing my bet right now. Villanova plus five. That's the extra bet. Yep, that's done. Plus five. Uh, I think they they keep it tight against Creighton. They actually beat Creighton. I'm not. I'm not. Actually, I'm not surprised. I think they beat Creighton maybe a couple uh, a couple weeks ago. So Villanova can play against this team. It is a neutral site, and I and this is why I say about fan bases. If you're familiar with the Big East, you know I grew up on Big East basketball, Big Ten, and you know ACC and Big Ten, ACC, Big East, Big Ten. It's the three conferences I really grew up watching. Um, Big East of basketball has always been a big thing with me. You know, my, part of my family, uh, on my dad's side is from New York. So, you know, you watch a lot of Syracuse basketball. You watch a lot of UConn basketball. You know, Big East, people forget, man. Big East was the shit back then. I love the Big East. But uh, Villanova, they'll keep this tight. Philly people will be at the Garden. Creighton, I know there's people from Kansas. That's what I'm saying. Some of these, some of these conferences, I wonder... Because how the hell is Creighton in the Big East and they're in the fucking Kansas? So they're pretty much in the Midwest. You know, I, this is what I think about TV contracts and stuff like that. You know, the Big East kind of hold itself, even though they're just really a basketball conference now. Because you got to think UConn is uh, independent in football. You know, I don't, I don't think there's no other team that plays football in the Big East but, but UConn. So that tells you they still keep the basketball tradition. The shit I remember from the 90s, early 2000s. You know, from the Carmelos to the, the Lowry's to the DiVincenzo's to the Kimbas. Big East has always been a big thing to me. So um, that's why I always say you can find a lot of value in the Big East games. Speaking of that, I got UConn to win the Big East tournament. I think that's pretty. I actually got a whole little parlay if y'all didn't see it. I did um, Michigan to win the Big Ten. Yale to win the Ivy League. I got UAB. To win a conference USA. I know everyone loves Florida Atlantic, you know, and they will be an at-large bid going to the tournament. But I think UAB will actually win to be the automatic qualifier. And then what was my last one I got, man? Let's see. Cause I literally did a parlay with that. And I don't even like doing parlays, y'all. But y'all know I'll do them certain times if it makes sense. Let me see. I knew it was another one I did. Oh, yeah. Okay, so those four. Yep, UConn. 
I got UConn at plus 210, Michigan at plus 1500. UAB at plus 190, Yale at plus 105. I think Yale's the favorite. That's why it's plus 105. Um, I'll get a nice little penny if this all cashes. You can still place these bets now, but the numbers probably will change a little bit because, you know, there has been some gameplay already that's been played, uh, especially in the Big Ten and the Big East tournament. Uh, Conference USA, I think it was just Western Kentucky and Florida A and uh, Western Kentucky and UTEP yesterday played. Yep. Actually, another lead to that would be UTEP, not UTEP, uh, Western Kentucky plus 10 I have against Florida A and M. Not Florida A and M, the Florida Atlantic. My dumb ass. So, the only thing that scares me about not officially placing this bet is that I watched that Western Kentucky game. They were so inconsistent, and they were down by 20, like I said. They covered miraculously the two and a half, but if they didn't have a big run like they did, I would have lost, and they would have got blew the fuck out. That's the only thing that worries me about them, because Florida Atlantic can actually fucking score, and if you can't score with Florida Atlantic, you will lose. But that doesn't matter. I just like them to cover the 10 and a half, 11 and a half, however number you see it. But like I said, I still got UAB to win that one. But like I said, guys, you guys continue to listen to the content, pass the word around. We will be dropping content every day for at least at least a Sunday. Because when Selection Sunday drops, I will probably already place my bets. And then I'll go a whole bracketology. So I'll start from the first four in. I'll do I actually I will do the first four in. I'll do some plays in the first four in. And then I'll do the whole first round picks that I like, and then I actually give you my whole bracketology of who I think advances all the way to the final four and all, all right? You guys keep liking the content. Let's keep getting this conference tournament money. You feel me? Let's be safe out here, y'all. Peace.